When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This show is brought to you in association with Labbooks. Just click the link on the description to the show, sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on, do it. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. I am Paul Doolan, hosting instead of Fergus Craig this week, who has buggered off to Berlin because he thinks he's David Bowie. He's not. <laughs> I'm joined today by Dave Watson. Hello. And Charlie Hunter. Yo. Well, I think there's only one place to begin. The Talk Talk hacking crisis. <laughs> 15-year-old kid. I know. It's mental. Right, that's the big story dealt with. Newcastle yeah. against Sunderland. Yeah. Sunderland 3, Newcastle nil. Dave, did you watch the game? Yes. Like you were sitting <laughs> right beside me when we did. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was bullshit. It was, it's, it was never a 3-0. And uh, as, as one of Statistics the listeners... Statistics would argue otherwise. Well, yeah. As one, as, as one of the listeners sent in, uh, Philip Huntsman, he said, um, never been so impressed by a 3-0 loss. It sounds ridiculous, but if we play like that, most weeks we'll be fine. And he's not wrong. Like The, the game changed on a contentious uh, refereeing decision uh, that has since been overturned. Colaccini's had well, his red card. Well, it has been overturned. Let's deal with that to both of you. Charlie, did you think it was A, a penalty, and B, a red card? Oh, God. You can swap um, A and B where, for one and where two. Where to begin <laughs> with, um, with the Colchini thing? I don't know, like, it was weird, even for it, I think, I don't know why, but I feel like everyone sort of, like, feels like we're post, they've been, there's been enough really bad, highly publicised like decisions in matches that have like tilted massive games and derbies and this, that and the other and you'd think like on how, the, like why would you want to be that, that guy? Why would you want to be that ref to like affect a game on such a level? And then, and, and, and I, I don't think it's a penalty at all. I think he he literally leaps See, I would, off the I would argue it was a penalty. I think yeah, Colaccini, no, Colaccini no. came in no. with too much force not for it to be all. a shoulder bar. It's not. I've seen Colaccini come in with the same amount of force anywhere on the pitch. Yeah, no, no, no but that's, that's not the same thing, though, because it, it, it is a foul. It's definitely a foul, because he comes together, he's uh, like he shoulder barges Fletcher, and anywhere else on the pitch, and all the, the times you've seen it happen before... 
you maybe don't get a don't get a a foul given or you don't get a yellow card or whatever but it was in the box and i would argue that it's, the, uh, i don't know it, it, like at the end of the day it's not a penalty if it's not given and it's not a foul well, you, yeah, not, yeah you've nailed that so <laughs> what, but it is a what, penalty what if it I'm is given is I would argue as, a, as a ref as a as a symbiote being he's got a, he has a, as a choice to make in that <laughs> a in that symbiote right no we're not going roll back. back we're going to roll with it okay he how can we roll right, with so a symbiote he Symbiont? Symbiont, what's the... Sentient? I have no idea Sentient. what you're trying Sentient. to say. Okay, sorry. Sentient. Oh. It's, been, it's, it's, it's been a long week and it's only just Tuesday. So he, he's got a decision then to make in terms yeah. of like, did the, did the ref... I mean, sorry, not the ref. Is, did the keeper get to the ball first, which he did, I think, by a mile? Has Colaccini, like... If I'm the ref, well, I've seen Colaccini, t- like I've seen his shoulder touch the the back, his you know left shoulder touch the right like shoulder of the other player. Hmm. I'm about what he, what he was what thirty yards away the ref, and he's got a decision that, and then you kind of see him collide off. If you take physics into account, the fact they're both running quite fast, any amount of contact is going to send you sliding at that level, and then you add his theatrics on top of that. You add the fact that Elliot was already there at the ball; it wasn't going to affect the play at all. It wasn't a goal scoring opportunity. You've then got a decision to make. Okay, and not yeah. only does he decision okay. it, but then he sandwiches it with a move that is, in my mind, unfathomable. Uh, I just, it's unforgivable to then. Who like, are you? Sorry, who are you saying the referees unforgivable or college? Yeah, no, unfor- absolutely. Uh, it, it, All right. it literally I, feels like it didn't happen. Okay, so, Dave, so what so was your take so on this? So your basis on is that uh, Elliot was at the ball. Oh my god! My, right, like yeah, infinitely. He 100 percent wasn't. Nobody was in control of that ball when the two mm, players. I'm not came. talking about control. Okay. But no, I'm no, just no, saying, well, like he's got uh, two no, hands on it. No, no, no. no I don't didn't. know if he had control. He was no, moving. no, no. Like uh, Elliot did not have any hands on it. He wasn't near the ball. Neither was Colaccini or Fletcher. The reason that it was given as a foul is because there was a. He gets together. the ball first, though. No, he, he does. Doesn't. True or false? False. Absolutely. What? Absolutely false. Elliot doesn't touch the ball before he t- before the striker's going to touch the ball. That's insanity. Oh, my God. Right. Colaccini and Fletcher come together before Elliot's in control of any ball. That's not what I'm saying. They touch each other before the before maybe possible. Right, so the Elliot foul happens the before but Elliot the Elliot touched the ball. I'm going to step in here. But like, he's ever going to get the, the reason The, red card, the reason the red card was rescinded is because it was basically accepted that Elliot was going to get there first. Yes. But he didn't right. get there. I think you're both saying And so what thing. I'm saying is that then at that point, so then two things have happened. A, a very, very brash... Foul that you know, that, that you've just had a non-decision the other way. You're gonna come all the way back at home. I mean, you know, at, in Sunderland's home. In, in a, like, I just think the ref has to take in the context of everything that's gone on. There's five well, games. Was, in, you can't just go in there and be like, penalty, right? And then, and then he goes the up and he's like, okay, we've also. I think everyone can agree in the last 24 months that this campaign against like against campaigning that we're going to try and stamp out players arguing with refs. Like you're going to have one captain, one captain. They're the only ones that can talk. There's yeah, been all this banter, right? So that's obviously like he comes in and that's what the red's about, right? And to me, it's like you as a campaign that has failed the players I don't, I don't, I don't, let's, let's right. move let's move I what? don't think that's no I don't think you that's you asked me issue. my opinion about B I'm saying yeah, yeah, he no, goes up. the red doesn't come up until a series of arguments take place so obviously well the red something. came up when they were off camera I think he gave the red for what he saw as I think Last he I think the referee legitimately thought it was a goal scoring opportunity yeah. he, was, he was wrong I didn't see it that way I thought I thought he I thought that the whole 
because I don't the think it was like an anti-respect campaign. No, 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 no. Well, it's, no that... it's got nothing to do with him. So, so the, the well, then the card user comes straight out. The, the card's been rescinded now because the uh, Keith Hackett, the the, the ex-chief of the the refs, has come out and said that it, it was a definite penalty because it was a it was a reckless challenge um, because it was a coming together of the two players. Nobody was in, it was nobody was in control of the ball at the time, right? But it's not a red card because nobody's in control of the ball. And the, the, the striker wasn't going to get the ball before the keeper did. So it wasn't a goal-scoring opportunity. So that's why it's not a red, but it definitely was a penalty. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I, 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 honestly, I think with 11 men, um, even a goal down, we still would have gone on to win that game because we were by far the better team. But I think that to say that it's something, something about like he was sent off because he was complaining well, to must, the ref. That must, that's that might, that's possible that's that I misinterpreted that as it was happening because I thought it took absolutely eons from the time that the penalty was called to the red cards come out. And I think that's unacceptable like from their standpoint. Like I think that when refs do that, it's, it's, it's also disrespectful to everyone. He's like, I'm going to stop playing. I walk I don't know. I thought, I thought he was quite quick to do it. It was immediately, yeah. as soon as the camera cut away from him, he got the red out. Yeah, but, I think maybe, but the other issue, I think, do you think it was a penalty before that? No, with the, no, the Wijnaldum and Catamar See, I didn't see that in detail, but so I. I, Well, there was a a minor handball, and he raised his hand to Wijnaldum. I think either of which could have been a penalty. So the way I've looked at it is, it's both of those incidents are penalties, and both of those penalties are the the kind that you go, I've seen them given. And yeah. in, in one, in like one, in like a thirty-second uh, period of play, we've seen, I've seen him given, and I've seen him, I've seen him given, but I didn't get it. Yeah, like I don't think anyone was expecting a penalty when Colaccini shouldered him in real time. No, no, no. I think you and see the replay and you think maybe that was actually at the right St James's decision. Park. Catamol and Wijnaldum coming together would have had a, a huge resp- reaction from the crowd and maybe maybe um, the, the, the referee and maybe the linesman react to the reaction yeah. but in, in much co- the same way like, as like Sunderland, uh, Sunderland fans went crazy I think it's, it's more likely that they would have got a, 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 a penalty because, because those two players were isolated and it wasn't like a busy box where the, the yeah. referee and, yeah. but at the end of the day both were, were penalties and I've seen both of those incidents result in penalties and it's just we didn't get it this time and they did but it was the red card fine. that killed us I oh, just, yeah, yeah. I just, the red card that changed I just think I just don't think uh, to me it looks like a like about 99% of Colachini's challenges look exactly like that and I don't I, I just I don't think it's a penalty I don't, I, th- I don't think if I'm the ref I'm like well no one's getting to that but like Elliot's getting to that ball let's not disrupt the entire match and ruin everyone's day well no no because that's the thing like it just isn't a penalty you, you're channeling Pardew there like if a guy's fouled mm. a guy mm. in the box it's a penalty you're not ruining the occasion no you can the take him aside and speak to him there's all no, kinds no, no, of the, weird challenges but, where the but ref just comes over and goes like hey let's have a chat and then but Colachini fouled away. in the box he so. committed well it's a penalty but, no but I'm saying you players <laughs> players to have transgressions outside the box that should be all sorts of fucking cards. No, no, no. I'm not don't... talking about cards. I'm talking about what? a yeah. foul. You can't, you can't take a player aside and say, well, that was a foul, but I'm not going to give a penalty for it. No. You can say that was a foul, but I'm not going to book you. you which happened to Lee Catamol say, 19 You could take him aside and say, don't do that again. I've got my eye on you. Yeah, but you know, it's it's a foul. in the box. Why not? Because if it's a foul in the box, but nobody it's a knows what the refs do. Like he's he's he, like that, he that's, do whatever he wants. No, no, I need I need need to be clear on this. It's a binary <laughs> state. If there's a foul in the box, yeah, it's a the foul def- as defined if, by who? Please, 
by the ref. By the, by the yeah, we're very deep here. No, by the ref though. He's he has. To, I'm saying if the ref, I'm saying the ref sees what goes uh, right, on. Hang, so says, I'm just like, following I'm your. I'm not log- going to define that as a foul. I'm going to go over to Colacini and I'm going to say, hey, be careful. Well, no, if he acknowledges Colacini's done <laughs> anything wrong in the box, it's a foul. It's and a foul in penalty. the box. No, but I'm saying he recognizes that it's not something. But you're wrong. arguing for a new way of refereeing Every football. time someone touches another player, they go no, down. No, 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 no. That's a straw man argument. Nobody said that. What we're saying is that's what is what you're saying. No, I'm saying it wasn't a foul. No. But you're saying that it was something that would require the referee to have a go at Colaccini no, and tell him I'm to calm down about it. that's what I would have done if I was the ref. But it's a... F- I'm, not, I'm saying... Okay, I let's d- move on. Let's on. move on. If it's uh, a foul in the box, it's a penalty. I don't think it was a foul. Then you wouldn't have a word with Colaccini, would you? Well, I might do. It depends on how I play. Why? Because it would be a foul! Staying on Colaccini. Uh, I, I wouldn't have blown the whistle. I just would, it would have... Okay, let's, let's move on. Yeah. I would argue Colaccini was rash, yes. not for the first time, and he seems to be a persistent offender. I was personally, I was looking forward to him being banned, just to see <laughs> what the alternatives were. Yeah, but the, and the, to him not being captain. Yeah, I'd, I'd happily oh, see him not as captain. Yeah, but the, I, the trouble is, like the the replacements for Colaccini at the minute, uh, Taylor's out and will be until like uh, it'll be mid late yeah. December before he's fit. Uh, you've got. LaSalle, LaSalle, basically. Or Dummett. Like Dummett. To be honest, I'd probably prefer Dummett because he's got more experience yeah. and we need experience in the games coming up. If if Colaccini wasn't available, which he now is, um, I just think that... I think that they they definitely targeted Colaccini as like, that's that's the player that we're going to uh, pressure. That's the player... You know, you know how they used to with Williamson? Where players, yeah. the, the opposition teams would look at our team sheet, see Williamson's picked, and say, "Right, we're going to, we're going to. Um, anytime he gets the ball, we're going to pressure him because he's either going to lump it, in which case we've got a decent chance of winning it back, or he's going to make a mistake because he's not a very good player." I think, but I don't think Colaccini was really like. Well, our defense in general, let alone Colaccini, wasn't put under any pressure before their goal. Before it was just Colaccini no, wasn't mentally or physically quick enough to react to a simple. Yeah, I mean Defoe. Like, we've got we've got to give credit to Defoe because yeah, because if Defoe's not on, if Toivonen's on the pitch, that ball doesn't happen. Like Defoe changed the game in his introduction because he's he's quality. He, but if a centre back who can run faster than five miles an hour yeah. is there instead of Colaccini, uh, then it, we're fine. If it, if it was the other side and if it was uh, Colaccini that the ball was played past rather than Mbemba and Mbemba mm. was the one that chased the player, it's not it's not a penalty, it's not a red card. We, like Mbemba catches the ball and just, you know, yeah. probably launches a counter-attack from which Genie Wilder scores a beautiful header. Despite what my... my like opinion about what the ref's decision was, I do think it was he is a lunatic. Like him run, yeah. running at that, putting himself in a posi- in that position. Yeah, making the referee make, make, make a decision is, is stupid, just yeah. pointless. And I think he's he's glaring in in like form and has been all. But if yeah, you, if you look at the, if you look at the and like. I know it's daft, but if you look at the, the statistics of the game, even like for the entirety of the game, we had twenty one shots to their nine. We had eight shots on target to their three, from which they all scored. We had ten corners from their one, and the fouls were pretty much even uh, ten to twelve. Uh, like they they had twelve. I would say most importantly, we though, were, we, we had no side. goals to their three. Yeah, no, that is the the most the only stat that matters. But the point is that we were much the better side. And that's the yeah. first time, yeah. like, and, and we also uh-huh. we looked up for it, which is the, the first derby where we've looked in control of the yeah. game, and that 
I would say it's our best Derby performance out well, of the last six, weirdly. Well, Bedford Mag said in, sent in a, a tweet saying that even when down to 10 men, the, the unwashed never looked a threat. And I agree with that. And it was pure luck they got three goals. I mean, pure luck might be stretching it because I think the... Their third goal was pretty decent yeah I mean we were stretched because we were, we were trying to like claw a goal back yeah. and try and get back into the game and that's, that's it was a bit like visible. the 6-2 against Norwich it was yeah, a flattering exactly. scoreline yeah absolutely and I mean from a from a from a set piece it was a fairly well defended set piece and there wasn't any like it's just one of those set pieces that nine times out of ten the, the ball back in from Mvia is skewed off one of our like defenders legs and Jones is muscled off the ball and it doesn't it's just one of those and I'm fine with that but to say that 3 nils a fair result is bollocks 1-1 would have been a fair result um, so bearing in mind we all I predicted last week 1-1 one, one, one would be the well, result I, shall well. we give ourselves that oh yeah it, it was the moral victory yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a moral That's victory fine, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so we're, we're fine I, yeah I don't know I, to me what I learned from this game is that we, I think some of the players are the real deal I think some like a lot of some of a lot of what we saw at Norwich is the real deal I think when I was right. when I was the real deal I was really impressed with Tovan like when he came on really but, really yeah did he was he was the first one I ever saw looked dangerous were you watching a rerun of the Northampton game because he was yeah. not he lost the ball for the third oh goal. no 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 like and he wasn't which, yeah but he's not what possession. he looks someone who's promising who's not getting time to play his he hair looked, looked rough, promising but I mean yeah, but who, who, whose position in the team would he take well, I thought. I mean, I thought Sissoko completely dipped from the week before. I thought he was just. I thought he was not, fine. Like he, he dipped from the 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 week before, but then the week before was like a three assists. It was unbelievable performance. Like, well, it, it was a dip. But I think. Yeah, I like, think. I don't know. I can't tell. That's. I think that's the problem with him. I can't tell if it's like if it's if what we he like he played decently well over like long stretches of games in seasons past, and now it's like. Is the Norwich game what, he, what he's like if he wants to be, or is that just like yeah. a one-off? I don't know. I was thinking because after the Norwich game last week, we've given uh, Sissoko quite a bit of stick in the past for only bringing it against the big teams. Mm. It felt like a corner was turned. I thought against Sunderland, he wasn't yeah, he was particularly fine. bad. I, there were a few. It's hard to single anyone out because I do agree that we played quite well. Yeah, we were. This is going to be. This is my we controversial were, uh, opinion of the day. Despite I, I think you've had four five days. days uh, I'm up to like seven for despite you. Despite Dave's Tony uh, five minutes ago, <laughs> um, I, I the team to me looks like wow. They actually could be. This could be something going on here. I think Sissoko needs to go. But my biggest—that's that's my first thought. My second thought is that it's. I don't know if Steve McLaren's the one because I. This sounds really weird, but of any game in the history of that I've ever watched, where we went down at ten men and went down one nil, we should have still won this game. And the fact that they didn't—and this goes back to the whole Chelsea we thing where you don't think we capitulated, and I do. I think that this we had this game so by the scruff of the neck, and, and Sunderland was so epically shit that we should have. Forced it and rammed it down their neck, and I think Mitrovic should have scored that one that he like, you know. Yeah, but it's, he, right. So and the, so and Wijnaldum should have scored another one. It's, it's just like you need. To we looked fairly blunt in front of goal. I think for all for all the attacking play we had, and we looked quite good linking up going forward. Pantilamon only really had one decent save. To yeah, make. but then and how then great again, that, that was that was the, and the, Sunderland hit the bar and scored three. No, no, no absolutely. Like like Sunderland. They scored three. They took their chances, and they took the only chances that they had on target. Yeah. So fine, full credit to them. However, 
Two of those goals came when, when they were up against 10 men who were, weren't were sitting back and just looking to, to like soak up the pressure. Yeah. Like, for example, if if, uh, if Colaccini had been sent off and we were down to 10 men, I don't think we would have gone looking for the extra goal. I think we would have like just camped. We probably would have swapped like Vinaldom or Sissoko. Well, for we already had the their defensive. crowd sort of on the back yeah, foot yeah, as well. Like, definitely. I just think we should have bagged the goals. Like, I, I mean, it, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah obviously, if we changed that. the team, then we sat back and we, when we probably wouldn't have done it either. But we didn't do it. I just like, when it happened, I thought this is a story brewing. This is like we're going to come back and win this two one, and everyone's going to be like, uh, "You got one sent off. You got a goal scored on the penalty, and you still managed to lose." But I don't think you we should. were outplayed, and then we lost. We weren't. We weren't. We weren't outplayed, and I know that's the most depressing part. Is but no, like, no, no. Right. So I'm saying that that's the most positive thing. We were down to ten men it's in like a local running dog. in quicksand. Though this is like the problem they've had, oh. other than Norwich thing. It's like. How many? T- like, all I'm saying is that we're going to keep saying great effort, great effort, great effort, and then we're going to wake up one day and we're like right, seriously I dangerously in relegation something. zone. We've had the hardest start in the Premier League, right? Like, yeah, no, like, the like, hardest I'm, start in the Premier League. I'm on board with that. We've just played a derby against our local rivals, and the first 45 minutes we were by far the better side. And then they get a contentious, contentious penalty, red card, and it completely changes the game. It like it alters everything and after that we're chasing the game with less men so we're stretching our side and we don't have the men to to cover and when they got their third goal it's because we were playing like three at the back and we were we were gung-ho looking for the win so I the still, next, I next s- games that we've got are, yeah, these are these the next games th- that we've got are Stoke, Bournemouth, Leicester and Palace right Stoke are having a rough time at the time Bournemouth we'll know that, right? we'll know Leicester by the end of Palace we'll know we'll absolutely what do you mean know. know what we'll know what this team's going to be about I mean that's it I don't, well, just, I don't know what you mean by like, let, oh, wait. Like, go. Steve McLaren said judge me after 10 games he did that this was is foolish. 10 games in yeah. we were on well that's points. what I mean we keep pushing the other the two teams but. in the bottom three have sacked their managers yeah I don't think there's any way on earth we'll sack Steve McLaren because it would it would cost more than a fiver to do that and, and also, <laughs> do you think we should no, because you've got to bear in mind that uh, that Aston Villa and Sunderland haven't sacked their manager after 10 Premier League games. They've sacked their manager after a year or a year and a half or whatever it is with Sherwood, I can't remember, of, of absolute just crap football. What we've said to... to McLaren is please take over after John Carver's had his fucking meat cleaver into the the confidence of the team take over after Pardew's ruined the relationship between the fans and the club take over and then change something and he's trying to do that and frankly he has well, I it's think just that we've I, got like literally... we have had the hardest t- I keep repeating it no I don't think it has, I, I don't think it has anything but to do with that but we're 10 games I mean, it doesn't bear hang on well, it has something to do with it, it? but I think, it has, I think the bigger, is- the bigger issue has been on, the Reds th- been the sending offs the bigger issue has been the discipline what do you mean because we had chances to beat those bigger teams. We did. We've had a few games there where we should we could have beat oh Arsenal. We definitely could have beat Chelsea. Like I think if you take away the discipline, right, and you play, have Sissoko playing at Norwich, like I said, I watched this game. It definitely reminded me more of the Norwich game than it did of the other games. Like I was saying, I still think, okay, I, do, I don't think it was all hype the last game. I don't think I don't think it was a fluke. I just don't know if like Doolin's saying if C. McLaren I don't know I, it's, it's unclear to me it is the one thing that's in the, in the fog of war to me as whether he is the man to take these these players I think there is something there he's had 10 games it's fine to say I'm not sure but be optimistic I find it f- frankly maddening if somebody's unclear and negative 
Because all he's had is 10 games and... and but you have his track record to go on as well, which... Yeah, his track record of... I'm not like, saying we should get rid of McLaren, but no. I'm saying at but, other clubs he would be out by now. Yeah, but then at other clubs, like, we've sacked managers after bad starts and it hasn't really benefited us. I think we when sacked, we brought Graeme Souness in, it worked. <laughs> yeah, we sacked, we sacked I'm not suggesting. I'm not suggesting we should. I mean, it could, like I said, it could ramp up after this. I just think you know, you look across the pitch and you've got Allardyce in for two games, six out of the top eight. In our in our first ten games, we played six out of the top eight. We've also lost to Sunderland, who are one of the worst Premier this season. They're one yeah, of the worst teams I've seen, it's and a, a Watford team that can't yeah. score. Watford's a bad. Watford was a bad result. Well, but that's two re- two anomalies out of the. No, two. no, no. I'm saying two 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 bad results. One of which I can like pass away is just saying it's the derby, and that's. I mean, six to five. In pick I would my. My worry is, I agree with you, we've had the toughest run in, mm. but well, that's the, not we've like... had three games against teams we should beat, and two of them Norwich, Watford, Sunderland. Yeah, okay. They're teams we should beat, and two of them we've lost. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But it's, I, I just, I, I maintain that it's too early, given, given the run that we've had, it's too early to, to judge him. Him saying, judge me after 10 games is, was folly. He should in, have picked in, 38. What he should have said, <laughs> judge, he, he should have said, Judge me at Christmas. I think they Judge give, me after nine I years. Think, uh, I think they give Sissoko too much rope. I think he should actually be heavy, a heavy look to sell. If, if, he, if he doesn't, things don't turn around very quickly for him. Well, I, I agree that if of all the players that we've got that are in our first team, I think Sissoko is the one that we can make the most money from and would be the easiest to replace with a competent player. I feel like, like I should speak up for Fergus here last week, where like Sissoko got three assists. He's only we only criticise him because we know he's very good. Well, but no, it's he's, also, one, he's, he's one of our best players. That, that's, as, that's as meaningful as saying when Alden's got six goals Which across you, yeah. how many wins. <laughs> it's like it does, it's but a it's meaningful. Not, yeah, but, yeah, not but that's not problem. his fault. Like you can't you can't blame Vine Alden for no, scoring six goals. No, but what I'm saying is that like you can say that it. stat out loud, but what does it mean? But if we had a half decent centre back to go yeah. alongside Mbemba and two decent central midfielders. We wouldn't be saying... Looking to sell Sissoko, yeah. no. I, I agree that I don't he's, think he's, he's the, the most saleable he's, asset. This is the problem. I mean, when I say we give him too much rope, I'm saying, like, we... Imbo- like, this is like the whole, like, Rooney will be the saviour of England thing. Like, people look at Sissoko, and I think we put a lot of, like... Um, people want Sissoko to be a different kind of player than he actually he turned out to be. He got three assists in one game last week. Yeah. I, remember. I, that's, I, I, I don't... That's decent. Just because I a player can do something amazing in one game doesn't mean we should hang our hat on him as, like, the I mean, leader of the team. Fab, Fabrice Pancrat looked amazing in that game against Watford. But Sissoko's done it in more than one game. I agree. He's in and out, and he's yeah, sketchy. I think, that's I think he might be, like you're saying, if the com- roster was completely different, maybe he would sparkle. What I'm saying is that, like... He's one of our you best ca- players. He cannot. He's, he is. No, he, he, is. Is, he is not. Yeah, on, I think like on paper, like in the sense of FIFA, he's one of our best players. But in the sense of like, does he? Is he intangibly? This is like the whole Cisse Ghost argument. Intangibly, does he make us a better team? I would argue no. It's a, a different kind of player who might even be slightly, maybe less better, better in certain attributes. But maybe I would others, would be better for the team. Like I would pick him ahead of Florian Tovan every day of the yeah, week at me the too. moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, I had a total, and I would also but... I would also pick uh, Sissoko ahead of Rolando Ahrens and um, yeah. De Jong and uh, Gufran and Marvo and everybody else in the team that he's ahead of. 
I would always pick Sissoko ahead of that. After lot. the Norwich game, I don't. I, b- no, no, no. Before, before, like, before that, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I would. I would always pick Sissoko. I would have benched. I would have benched, well. benched him a while ago to send a message. Consistently inconsistent. I would have benched him the second he had conversations about playing for Champions League teams. Yeah, but all, yeah, all of our players want to play for a Champions League team. That's but why they're, they're not all us. saying it in interviews, are they? That's well, the comp- no, but that's that's, that's the club we are at the moment, unfortunately. But we're a stepping stone. And this, Dave's made a good point in his Rain Man-esque <laughs> series of notes, which I've got in front of me. Assuming, which I think it's pretty safe to do, we're going to finish in the bottom half. How do we keep <sighs> hold of players like Wijnaldum and Perez? Do you think it's we a can, fucking Charlie? genius question? I, like, that, I mean, you've got to get them drinking the black and white Kool Aid, and you've got like seven months to do it. Like, it's it is that's a fucking difficult. Can task. we, if we don't finish in the top half, can we hold on to them? Yeah, yes, cause just because yes. of the contracts that they've signed. Because the one thing we tend to do is sign four or five year contracts. It seems. So but we also know. sell as soon as any yeah, yeah. money comes um, in. I don't think I don't like I, I I don't think it would behoove. That's the problem. These players leave like Debussy on the bench, thingy at Chelsea on the bench, Kabai were left. You know, left. Yes, yeah, like, I'd agree. They but well, they still do it for the money. Them. Yeah. So they when they leave us, they're not thinking. Well, I'm definitely going to be on the bench, and they think that they're definitely going to start. That's why they because to be a, to be a professional footballer, you have to have incredible amount of self confidence and an incredible amount of drive. So they'll say, "I am good enough to play for Paris Saint Germain, or mm. I am good enough to start for Arsenal, or whatever." So that when they're usurped by Hector Bellerin or anything like that, they're like, "How the hell's that happened? I'm really good." And they have so, an agent in their ear saying, them, yeah. you I are think, good enough to do this so and I will take a percentage okay, so of the go transfer down, go, give me, Give me like the, give me the play. Wijnaldum, I, I, Tovan, Perez, I think they will stay at, at least one more year. Who else? Jan Matt. <laughs> yep, Sissoko. That's a tough one. I think Sissoko will go this Jan year. Jan Matt and Sissoko could go if a domino effect takes place, but I think if those other three I mentioned stay, they might stay But do you well. think if someone like Manu came in with an offer of 15 million for Perez... We would take it or not? I don't think today because by the end of the year he might have been utilised a lot more. I think if they stay four 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 two and he with Mitrovic and they they just stick with that shit, I think he will score goals and will want to keep him. And I don't, think, I I think, don't think fifteen million based on how young they they're so young it'd be stupid I, to sell them. I think the way we are as a club, if those offers came in, the board would look to take it or at least look 15? to raise it slightly. Yeah, and the player say, yeah. the player would want to go. If yeah. if we were still buying for. Two, three, four, five mil. I would say yes, but now that we're buying for like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, I don't think we'd sell for that much. Yeah, I think that, I think if if at the in the January window, if we set out our stall and we go off and then we sign a, a seven, eight million pound. Well, let's half move on to that now. Who, sh- what positions should we be looking for Centre in the January window? Mid, and after that, left back. So not Charlie Austin. <sighs> Right. No, like, I well, if, if, save, if, yeah. if, if we could get Charlie Austin for seven and a half million, or, or like he's been saying today, less. he won't be going. No, he won't. He'll, he'll stick with QPR and then come back up as a Premier League player and then leave on a free mm. and get a huge signing on bonus. I think the centre back, if we can go off and sign, um, and we won't get him, but someone of the the same calibre is like a Ryan Shawcross, yeah. just like a really solid, experienced, dependable centre half. Great. I think centre midfield, we need somebody like. Michael I would argue Carrick. we need two centre midfielders. Yeah, well, I don't know two. I think we've got enough to get by with. Like, we don't need to sign two this season, but I think no, two would yeah, make in the, a, in yeah, the four in year the long, plan yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and then left back. 
like I like Haidara. I think he's he's an attacking, he's an exciting player to watch. And Domit's all heart, and he's a, a decent defensively left back. I think if you could smush them together, I'd personally one, prefer but. to see Domit given a go at centre back, which yeah. is why, in a way, I was hoping Colaccini would be banned for a game. Well, because there's still even though been wrongly. Sorry. Um, I was just going to say, there's still rumours about Jetro Willems. Yeah, well, he's he a very close up. friend of Wijnaldum. He yeah. came to watch yeah, Wijnaldum's first game. Yeah, he keeps like, Instagramming, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah and it, could, it could be nothing. It could just be him, you know, enjoying his friend's Being career. Being a pal. But, oh, football yeah. friend. Football friend. I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see him there. But yeah, I, I would say, so my, my pick is centre-back, centre-mid, and then left-back as a... Same question if to it's, you, Charlie. If it's just two, if it's just two, then I, and, and again, you're playing with fire with injuries, but I'd say left-back and, and, and centre-back. But then yeah. I would get a striker after that, and then a mid only because with mid I don't think they're going to spend the kind of money we should spend on an attacking play playmaker kind of kabai type. Yeah, player, so. I think the problem we have with midfield is we've got about six players that can play central midfield, but none mm. of them are right for the. It West depends. Yeah, like if we're still if we're in a relegation battle, then I would say like spend. A, um, yeah, I don't know. Like that is the question. Like if you're in a relegation battle, like to, like when January comes along, do you would you rather invest in one like. Uh, 16 million per player or would you buy three no you I buy think, three yeah you think so yeah. Well, because I feel if, like we've if, got if enough quality yeah every, like we've got enough up front <laughs> to just about do it well, I think Mitro- Mitrovic and Perez look <laughs> decent we've got one front. win he's like we we've got do. enough quality we do for a second no in, cer- in certain positions I think we're we're lacking in the because that's the scary thing right I mean, that, but we're lacking players go. in the less glamorous positions like centre midfield and centre back because we not, only yeah. sign players for a sell-on value yeah. so we'll go for like a tricky well you French say that winger. but we've done a signing some of the summer signing we've never really we haven't done so now I've, presumably hang it's on, changed we, we signed um, Jorginho Wijnaldum who's a an attacking midfielder no no, just, no, 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 no. I'm saying we've signed, we spent we loads of money so a striker that we you know we we traditionally seem to swap our lead striker yeah no I'm just saying like presumably I'm not I mean I'm just guessing here but like I think we've changed the policy it's like the idea I mean Ah, you'd hope well hopefully we'll see in this transfer window coming up but hopefully we'll be looking for a bit of Premier League experience as well because that's what we've been lacking in abundance lately what Premier League experience and that's what McLaren seems to want such a premium on it but I don't so I I've controversial maybe but I don't think we need Necessarily, we need Premier League experience. I think we need because remember when Champions ha- League experience. Yeah, you remember Ooh. when Habib Bay came in and he slotted straight in and he was a great player yeah. to, to pick up. And then we 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 actually signed like two or three captains of their team. Like Kabai was the captain of PSG when we signed him, and um, so we've done that with Ronaldo and De Jong. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and to be fair, like. Don't know about De Jong because he's made out of glass, but Vinaldum's <laughs> slotted straight in and looks and looks a fantastic sign. Yeah. So I would say it's not necessarily Premier League. De Jong injury update: he's just been whale watching in Canada, so <laughs> <laughs> waiting to see what happens there. God, he's going to come back with like a narwhal, like horn through his leg or something. Like, we just need to sign like experienced. So, yeah. so if we're not in the relegation like zone, what would you do? By one. World beater and then no, well, I still exactly think our, the same I still think our weakest positions we yeah. need an, a centre back we can't rely on Collegini and I, I we would... need central midfields I don't think Colback Anita I think Tiote will go yeah I think Anita is a good option to have likewise Colback but I think we're you need someone in the middle that can dictate the pace of the game and it, it's that thing of game management you need someone yeah. there who can yeah. actually 
join the hipster ranks. Join the hipster ranks. You remember Kabai when he was there and he'd... If he knew the defence was struggling, he'd come deep to get it. He'd mm. transition it from there to the front. That's what I mean. With yeah. I think people look at Sissoko and they think he's got like loads of football brain acumen and can d- mm. do different oh, he's stuff. Just he's just a workhorse. I know. He, he's like, just. He's a, effective. I don't think you can afford as like the Premier League has obviously got way more like talented and all the teams are doing well. You can't have players that's just so one dimensional. I, don't know. Well, I think he's our low budget and, version and of Yaya Torre. And put so much Torre. hopes on them. I mean, you can have them, just don't like saddle them with all well, this like. Ooh. So it's interesting that you say that you think that there's a lot of hope from the Newcastle fans on Sissoko because well, I, 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 I actually think that Sissoko gets more abuse and people are less. Mm. Like if he wasn't in the team and, and Tovan was, I think more people at St James's Park would be all right with that than if uh, Vinaldum was missing or if um, yeah or if Tiote was was if if like an, if Anita or Callback depending on their favourite if one of those were missing there'd be more furore than if uh, Sissoko was missing because F- Sissoko is not loved by the Premier League uh, by the Newcastle fans now. He's, he was like it's 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 because no, it's, it's all that it's eroded, doesn't it? I, I don't think he's ever like he came with a lot of potential in the first like his debut was amazing. Well, but the Chelsea game, debut, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was... But since his debut, he's never really hit those heights again until the Norwich game. Like he's never had maybe it's just that the, level like, of, of of performance. So hmm. I I think it's interesting that you think he's given more role by the, the fans because I think it's might be the pundits. But then I ignore yeah. pundits because they generally know. I nothing. wouldn't compare him to like Ben Arthur. I would say yeah. no, was well, that thing of he was given fans, more. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was like. Oh, he was a martyr by the end. Have you guys been watching the oh goals? My God. Have you guys been watching so the highlights? He's top scorer in France skill, uh, still, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But it makes you wonder like, what the quality could possibly be of that league if he's like... Oh, the defending's poor, but then yeah, like, like he's he's scored more goals than Zlatan mm. Ibrahimovic, so... And Cabela's he's not, not doing, doing that particularly well there. Is, yeah. he, is he not? No. See, that gives me hope. It's it's things... It's literally like videos of Ben Orfos scoring goals online that makes me worried about our players leaving. They're like, but luckily, we, trained, we, can go. we traded him in for <laughs> Cabela, who we then traded in for one of the Tough. worst players in the league last well, season. He, yeah, because he won that um, the 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 biggest flops of twenty yeah. fourteen fifteen, didn't he? And you can see why. It's just there's, so when when Cabela joined, I thought, oh, there's a football and brain there. I can see what he's trying to do. He's just not up to the speed of the Premier League yet. When Tovan came in, he put Luke Shaw on his ass on his first game, and then he destroyed Northampton. Northampton. But after that, he hasn't. Don, and he, like when no. he gets the ball, I don't he can't have keep hold of the ball. No, not at all. So, I, frustratingly, we're probably going to have to replace Tovan, which will mean four right wingers from France. I think we'll sign from France. I think you're going to see it dragged out longer than that, though. I don't think Tovan. they're ready to consider defeat already. Well, they gave up on Cabela, like yeah, but Cabela again didn't look nearly as exciting. This guy, he, but then Tovan, Cabela against Tovan's, Chelsea looked yeah, amazing. Cabela against Chelsea looked amazing. Like I, I've seen nothing from Tovan other than, like I say, the last. Oh no, against last, Northampton. He well, fuck me! I, I think I'd he looked look all I, right I, against I, Northampton. I think he looked lively when he came on. I don't know. I just thought. I, no, I, well, I have to disagree. I think he looked absolutely. Really? Yeah, when, when he, he came, came on, on he, was, he was terrible. He kept going, like he's part of the reason that um, I think the game. I think at that point I gave up on any hope of getting anything from the game when about five minutes after he came on I just like he's a luxury player if you if you can surround he's not him who with you want players. if you're trying to stay in the league yeah if we were mid-table comfortably and we were we just facing I don't know Bournemouth or something like that is he our Wes Houlihan <laughs> <laughs> discuss 
<laughs> he, he's more stylish and he's got a much yeah. better looking girlfriend but apart from that no okay quickly so if we're not going to go down which do either of you think we will I'm who, let well Charlie let's say who first. do you think are the three that will go down judged on the um, so far I, oh, I can't say that with any confidence because I'm um, I mean <laughs> I would say even though we lost how, to them, Sunderland looked reassuringly how, like, terrible. What kind of pandemonium would, we, would everyone go through if Chelsea went down? People would lose. I think people Chelsea would be, be deaths in the surely. streets. People Chelsea, would lose their minds. I was, I was saying to Paul that Chelsea could go off and spend £150 million in January and sign four like world-class players and they'll end up seventh or eighth just because... That's what they can afford, and because. But play- if they didn't, if Chelsea <laughs> did yeah, I would say if like Chelsea went down, you would down. just find the bodies of black <gasps> oh, cab drivers man. on the streets <laughs> like, everywhere. I think people would just take the day off work because they wouldn't know how to. Re- like people would just be like in a. It'd state. be a national holiday. Kind of it's, interesting. <laughs> it's interesting how quickly uh, Jose Mourinho has gone from being a, a media favourite because everybody in the media, and frankly, yeah. I, I I really liked him too. To to being an absolute laughing. Okay, stock. but this is the th- and this is my thing is like I love this part of the Premier League, and I don't appreciate the fining, and I don't appreciate like let the circus play like I don't care like that is I love I still love him crazy like he hasn't changed he's just not winning games yeah. like yeah <laughs> I love it I think it's awesome and I, I, I just I, I'd, I'd be sad yeah, to see him go you, you take away the fines and you take away the punishments and you you take away his fury at being fined and at being banished yeah and, that's part of it and I like him Him. have you seen the, the picture of the the West Ham crowd yeah you're listening and, to the Chelsea Natter <laughs> And um, Jose Mourinho's like yeah. the one person not celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Where's Wally picture. Oh, it's fucking amazing. The Danny, the Danny Dyer thing was quite good as well. Yeah. The um, really moving on. So which no, three do you think will which, go down? Which, which, which three are going? Which three are going down? Um, God, who do I want to go down with? Bournemouth, no, 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 no. I think. I think it's, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I eat Norwich, Bournemouth, and um, I can't see Sunderland going down with Allardyce there. So I'm going to say... Not Norwich and Bournemouth. I don't know who else. Someone else, possibly us. I've no idea. Yeah. Like, so I'm I not sure what the answer. I don't really want Sunderland was. to go down. Either. <laughs> it, was, it was varied. And I think Norwich and Bournemouth will go down. I just don't know who else. I okay. Know. I don't think Villa's going to go down. I don't think they will. But it's, just well, it's interesting because they're, they're apparently being linked with uh, Remy Gard, who's in for our job. Yes. And uh, the the sticking point seems to be that he's he wants a specific member of staff. To, to be part of the, the, the backroom staff for him and uh, Aston Villa aren't happy about paying whatever to, to release that guy from his, his current contract. So it might be the same sticking point as he had with us. And well, he doesn't thing, I was reading about Villa today and they were saying Remy Gard was offered our job, wasn't just linked with it, which I hadn't read anywhere else before. No, that, that might How just many be goals two and two plus. Has Benteke scored for Liverpool? Under five, yeah, probably. not many. Why? This is this isn't that's what I mean. Like Villa would be cruising, I think. You know what I mean? It's one of those, it's one of those yeah. things. Like the well, team goes to Liverpool. Liverpool's doing like okay, and that Villa's fucked. Yeah, the spine of their <laughs> team is sold. Let's move on no, to next. You, no, tell okay, me like let's... your your bottom three. My three: Bournemouth. Yeah, I think Sunderland. Unless they spent, they're just so shit. Mm. Like the first half against us, we should have been three 0 up. Yeah. If we'd had more composure in the yeah. final third. If we'd they, had half of our chances from the they looked game, yeah. or They were the worst team I've seen us play, even yeah. though they beat us comfortably, <laughs> weirdly. I think they're the, 
I think they'll go down and I hope not Norwich because I like them but yeah. having seen them recently watching them against Leicester the other week they looked awful we scored six past them which doesn't bode well say, yeah. that puts you in the mix for the relegation battle um, and we'll be in there I think we'll you reckon we're going to be in I the think relegation battle ten, well, no. ga- 10 games to go we'll be mathematically in there mathematically, mathematically unsafe <laughs> yeah. I reckon it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be like Norwich, Bournemouth and Villa because whomever Villa bring in as a coach I think it's it's too yeah. it's too late for them and there's too much work to be done I think Sunderland getting Sam Allardyce will save them he because just he'll just he'll, he'll just find do points. it That's what I mean. and he'll what you'll do in the January win- window is he'll pick up three or four players really <laughs> Half cheap of West Ham's that West are Ham. just solid dependable reliable is JJ Kotcher available yeah, yeah. at the moment but he'll go off and sign like it won't be um, Kevin Nolan but it'll be someone yeah. like that just someone who who he knows he can send out there and will do the job that uh, Sam Allardyce wants from his players which is Joey Barton f- fucking boring yeah it could be just it'll just be boring oh, do you think he would I don't think he would no I he's don't think he can he's, I think he's said already he wouldn't he's, he was saying it was a mistake signing Joey Barton for Newcastle and then Barton came back saying, yeah, he was right. I was a prick at the time. Like <laughs> last week, I think. Yeah. But he wouldn't go... So, yeah, so Joey's got a lot of love for the two. I don't think he'd go... Yeah, but he's got a lot of love for a weekly wage as yeah. well. So, I don't know. I think well, he he's, would. he's gainfully employed at the minute. Is he? Yeah, he's in the championship. Is he at QPR still? No. Uh, where... Sorry, I just... Yeah, I, Dave, don't ask I the asked, producer. Dave, asked, who did you the just producer ask? And the producer went, Are you supposing there's another knows. person in this room? <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, so I reckon it'll be uh, Villas, Villain, Bournemouth and Norwich because Sunderland will get themselves out of it and we'll be fine. We'll end up about 15th. Fair enough. Okay, uh, Stoke at home is the next game of mm-hmm. the weekend. How do you think we'll do, Charlie? <laughs> uh Who's can Dave give us like an injury update first, Mr. Wikipedia? Colback no. should be out, I think. He, well, still he be left out. on crutches. <laughs> Crawlback. Kroll and Colacini are out. Well, no, well, Colacini's in. Colacini's in He's as long in. as he doesn't get punished. Um, it'll be Colback will be out, so it'll probably be. What would your lineups be as well? Same question to both of you. All right, I'd go. I, don't, I need the team sheet in front of me. I need to. Look I'd go Elliot because. That's your only yeah. option. Left back, I'd probably do the same as what we've been doing. I'd go Tovan in goal. I'd start Dummett at left back, uh, but then make yeah. a change later on just to stretch the game a bit. And right back, Jan Mats. I think the, the defence picks itself, Colacini and Bemba. Then I'd go Teote and Anita. And then I'd... I mean, it's, it's, it picks itself, If Colback's itself, not honest. fit, I think you have to go Teote and Anita, really. Vinaldum, Sissoko. You'd stick with 4-4-2? Against Stoke, yeah. I think a we lot, showed enough their... against Sunderland to yeah. show that we can... Like, a four-man midfield was still be dominant. Enough, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of Stoke's best work comes through, um, comes through like, Shakiri and yeah. uh, Arnautovic and stuff from the wings. So you kind of need to have, the, like, two... Of like two uh, two players on either flank, which means we couldn't play the same way we played against Norwich, where we had uh, Sissoko. Yeah, they were kind of tucking like, in, just doing they? whatever they wanted. So we play the same as we did against Sunderland. Mitrovic, Perez up front. Absolutely, you can't. Yeah. You can't like. I think we were two two. Two two. You think two two the? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the result. Mm. I think we're gonna. Oh. I think we're gonna concede. I think I don't know. I just don't know how they're gonna react. Well, I think considering in the last three games we've conceded six, two, and three. Which is so eleven, so nearly an average of four a game. 
you'd have to fancy us to concede. I don't think we would have conceded without the without the penalty though. No, I think no, I agree. I agree. I think you're right. Um, I'll go three-one. I'm fairly confident. Yeah, I'm feeling quite confident. Weirdly, yeah, that's okay. I'm going to go two-nil. I mean, we've only had like eight or nine pints, so. That we, confidence we, we've based really on not. No, <laughs> that's, not, that's not true, listeners. Yes. We're in control. It's fine. So, two two three one yeah. two nil. Well, Fergus will go one one. Yeah, <laughs> from his Berlin townhouse. Honestly, he's in this week. Imagine, imagine him waking up on the on the morning and thinking, "Yeah, I'm just going to go to Berlin for a couple of days." I'm yeah. going. I'm going um, uh, Boxing Day for three nights. Nice. We're booking hotels this week, so. Mm. But there must be just there must be something in the air about Berlin. Maybe we should go to Berlin. The Berlin Dave. vibe. Oh, I'm doing my hair. Uh, hmm. Maybe we should go and listen to Berlin. <laughs> Take my breath away. I think you Does can that get count? Your, you can get your hair done in Berlin. Right? Uh, okay, like well, mo- very modern. I've got to say that it was the most town. optimistic, positive uh, post derby fucking loss that I've. Well, there, was, was, a there non, was an inevitability was a about it as well. It? You were kind of like, well, it's the derby. We're gonna. I mean, I have to say, watching the game with Dave in a pub that. Obviously, Sunderland fans get everywhere, so of course there were a few there. <laughs> Dave lost his shit. Where, were you, where oh would God. you? Where did you go? We were in. It was in Brixton, Duke of Edinburgh. Why didn't you just go Cock and Lion? Why didn't you just go? Because we all live South London. It's a fair so point. It's pretty all right, close. All right. <laughs> but yeah, Dave, shout out to the tune pub. after the first goal in the sending off. Dave was just oh shouting indiscriminately every time. Every fucking time, every time. <laughs> was there any other tune sports? Were you guys the oh other? yeah, there were a couple, but yeah, Dave was just <laughs> Dave lost it. Me and Fergus had to do the. Uh, it was like in Italia '90 when Lineker looks to Robson when Gaz is <laughs> crying and does the eyes motion with his finger. It was a bit like that. Where we just knew we need to sort, fair, him, sort him out. It's not. It's not fair. Are you wearing colours? We, out, we, out we were blacked white, up. Uh, <laughs> it didn't oh go God, down well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were in Brixton. That's obviously what I meant. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Like nobody in the the pub was wearing collars. It ex- was quite except for, except for the confusing Southampton fan. Yeah. Because we thought that looks a really calm Sunderland fan. I can't see why he's not. Who oh, sat no, down wait, next wait. to us? As yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He's screaming just like, at the screen. That, that that could be why he was so calm. Looking at us, losing our shit. Well, on that bombshell, I think that's... Unless anyone else has anything else to talk about? Not really. I think that might be us done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Dave Watson. Thanks, Paul. And Charlie Hunter. Cheers. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter, at Newcastle Natter, and the Facebook page. Yeah. And there's no Ladbrokes announcement to read out, which is always (laughs) a relief. But feel free to use any betting site you want. um, Yeah. Feel free to not gamble as well, or gamble responsibly. Oh, and uh, yeah, um, I don't know, at iCharlieHunter, go ahead and like, follow me, send me some messages. Yep. That'll be fun. Dave? At this Dave. And at Paul Doolan. And thank you very much for listening. That's and not your Twitter Oh, no, it's at P Doolan. Yeah. <laughs> send him on a one At somebody chase. else. My social media. Right, let's do it again. <laughs> at iCharlieHunter. At this Dave. At P. Doolan. There you go. Hit us up. You, thank, thank you for bearing with us, with us <laughs> if you're still listening by this point. And thank you. Check us out on iTunes and give us five-star reviews and tell us we're amazing. Thank yep. you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.